Welcome to the American Med Spa Association podcast, Medical Spa Insider. In another special member spotlight edition, membership development coordinator, Michaela Bailey, sits down with Sarah Baladeras, PHC, aesthetic injector, and founder of Smooth Aesthetics. Hello, guys. It's Michaela Bailey here, your membership development coordinator, and we are back for the Membership Spotlight podcast. Who do we have with us today? Hey, y'all. My name is Sarah Balladeris, and I'm a PA out of a couple of different places, but I'm sure we're going to get into that. (laughs) And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how long you've been practicing... Okay, perfect. So I am born and raised in New Orleans. Um, However, I don't live there anymore. I've been practicing for, I don't know how old I am, but I think it's been seven (laughs) years. If I had to take a guess, it's seven. Um, Yeah, we're pushing seven. Oh my my God. Um, So I have practices in Baton Rouge. I have practices in New Orleans. I have a practice in Ohio. And in the new year, Charlotte, North Carolina is coming. So very excited. Yes. How about that? That's hot. That's so exciting. Congratulations. It's it's a lot, but it's like, I'm ready. It's time. Okay. Because I live in Charlotte now. So we moved from Baton Rouge to Charlotte. And, you know, I had Ohio in there, but I can't leave my patients alone. Totally. Very toxic relationship on my end where I just need (laughs) to be with them. So every time I move cities, I just keep going back. Right. Super toxic. Love it for them. (laughs) It just cares. It shows how much you care. True. You're a good person. You're good for that. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) So um, in the last week or so, we're going to talk about what was your spotlight moment of the week? Like, when did you feel like a rock star, like a superstar? Like, I did that. Oh, can we go back two weeks? Let's do it. Because um, on November 9th, I opened up uh, my first solo clinic in Baton Rouge, which is now aesthetics. No big deal. Just very casual. Casual. Uh, um, And what's today? The 30th. Yeah. So we're going to go back two weeks ago, three weeks ago and say that that was the I did it moment. That's incredible. That is it's just you doing the damn thing. Just me. Um, I, I was in a partnership before and now I am like ready to rock on my own. So I'm really excited about that. That was like my hell yeah moment. You're a boss. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank congratulations. you. Again, I'm giving you all these congratulations. You're just out here. We're just out here. Doing something. We're, we're figuring it out. <laughs> so since this is the membership spotlight podcast, I have to ask how long have you been a member with AmSpa? I've been a member with AMSPA for one year and it has been incredible. So in this whole journey of opening up these new practices, AMSPA has been so incredibly invaluable um, on the law front, on the, you know, consent for like everything that y'all have to offer has helped me get to the position that I'm in. That's so exciting. At what point did you decide like, I just got to do it. I got to join membership. You know, I've known you for a long time. Um, I feel like, well, I say that it really hasn't been that. We met last year, I think at Aesthetic Next, and we just kind of clicked, which feels like nine years ago when really it it was a year and a half. Um, But I will say since meeting you and you kind of gave me a little spiel, uh, I was like, okay. And then I joined probably December of last year. So not too much longer after I had met you. 
Um, and, and being a member of AMSPA, A, you feel like you're in like the cool kid club. Let's start there. <laughs> um, but it's such a good resource. It's, it's incredible. Oh, that's wow. Thank you. I know we You're just welcome. like met, we met at the bar actually. I just remember, I think we I were with that part out, but yes, we did. <laughs> we were with Brittany Crosdell before yes. she got pregnant. Oh my and... God. Yes. Downstairs at the, at the first show. Yes. Yeah. Chris Murray was right behind us. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back. And it was, um, you had, I remember y'all on this like sparkly, like this fabulous dress. And I was like, who are you? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't even an AM spot thing. I was just like, this and I'm lady's a thousand feet tall. So you really, it's hard to miss. <laughs> I'm hard to miss. Are. Have yes. you been to any AM spot events? You know what? I haven't. And the only reason for that is because coordinating the schedule totally. has not happened yet, but we're working on it for um, AM spot in Vegas. That's going to be so wild. It I is. Know. It is an adventure. It is an adventure, but that's good to know. Now we're yeah. going to be in Vegas together. That's kind of dangerous, but um, you know, we absolutely be staying either in the same room or completely opposite sides of Vegas. Like those, there is no. If they want the city to still be Burn there down. when we're done, they might have to separate yeah how about you go one weekend and i'll go the next weekend and vice we'll figure it out right right right, right. i believe in us we could do this <laughs> the others it's only right um so in knowing you like and i like i've stalked you on instagram all the time like you're literally on my close friends like it doesn't even feel like we're not even really colleagues like we're friends let's just yeah we're friends yeah <laughs> um, That's what we are. what's so dope is you do so much training like, I feel like I've seen you, like, you probably were like blowing up before I even knew you. And I just like saw you. I'm Christopher Columbing this. I'm like, oh yeah. I discovered. So, I discovered, I discovered Sarah, <laughs> but um, you're like literally the queen of training. You're training like everyone. Like, that's how did right. you get into that? Okay. So that's a very, very kind. Um, <laughs> I just, I have a passion for teaching others. I'm, you know, the whole community over competition thing is, I believe firmly in that because rising tides raise all, raise all ships, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many people who want to be in this industry. Um, you can find a lot of gatekeeping with some you know, with some people, and like mm -hmm. that's just not me at all. And I just I want to give to the next group of people who are coming up. I want, awesome. and at the end of the day, I want patients to feel really good and get really good treatment. And that to me is the biggest thing. So if we can train everybody. This is a whole totally. thing. I can train people and help them get to where others have helped me get to. We're going to raise this whole thing up and, and really capture some of that, that market that is not being tapped into as far as patient wise. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just love watching the light bulbs go off for people. I love seeing people's face go, Oh my God, wait, what that, yep, <laughs> that whatever that was, you know, yeah. helping them with a cannula and just helping them find that right plane. And when they feel that buttery smooth, they're like, Oh my God. Yeah, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you got it. And so watching those light bulbs go off for me has been really rewarding. Um, and then to know that those people are now moving on to the next part of their education and their training with, with, with a couple of girls, I'm like, that's why I do it. 
And that's so much so aligns, like, especially even with AMSPA, like, um, I think sometimes we get this, um, you guys are the police and we're like, no, we're trying to help you before the police come. Right. <laughs> we're going right. to try, try to stop it before the police come. So we're, we're just so much. So like, let's all like get ahead of the law. Like if you see something, say something, because like we have the resources behind us to help on that legal front then we can go and be like, no, 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 no. This is what's actually going on in the med spots. Like you can't pass that law. Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> like we promise right. they're doing a good thing. So yeah, I kind of like. We're all just out here to help people. Help we're, Right. We're all trying to, we're trying to get together. So yeah. when was, what was like, when do you first get contacted for trainings? Like, what was that first time that somebody's like, Hey, Sarah, I got a job for you. Oh, somebody took a leap of faith on that one. Um, <laughs> so I have always been interested in training. Um, honestly, probably before I should have been interested in it. I just, you know, think that the the help that I was given, I was like, I want to do this. I know that this is a goal. So training for me has been a goal since, like I said, I think seven years ago when I first started. Um, but it was last year, Galderma, um, asked me to be a trainer back in November, about about a year ago, about November of last year. And, um, I've just, I dug into that and I've done a bunch of private since then. And Mm -hmm. they've really utilized me to the fullest and I'm beyond grateful for it. So it was a year ago that I got my shot at training. That's exciting. Um, And I think like when you wanted, like, I feel like everyone wants to be a trainer, but like not everyone is a trainer and I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people like the Galderma trainer behind their but I, I, or you know, Allergan Turner, whoever, but like, you actually need to give of yourself because it's a, it's a sacrifice. I mean, I sacrifice totally. time with my husband and my dog and, you know, my, my family mm-hmm. and friends and to give back to others. And I think, so I think what's very special about you is you like, you are a trainer. Like you're like exactly the person who like you want to get trained from, like someone who's passionate about it, someone who really knows how to teach and like have that conversation. Um, if somebody, and there's a lot of people who want to get into this space, but they just might not know how to become a trainer. Like, what do you think it takes to become a trainer? Like in this day and age, cause it's, it's so different from like, even pre-COVID, you know, like even like the beginning when we first came out of COVID, like, what do you think it takes to get to that level to become a good trainer? Um, someone who's going to help, you know, push this industry forward. Yeah. So I think what it's going to take to be a, a trainer in general, right. Is you need to have great relationships with your reps because that's one place to start. If a company wants to be um, a sponsor you for, for, training. That's one place to start. Um, you can start your own training program, but mm-hmm. ideally the place to start is within your own practice and teaching your patients. Right. So one of my biggest things is teaching my patients what I'm doing to them or, and, and we can make that choice together on, Hey, what do you think about this? You know, doing a cheek versus a chin versus a lip. Yeah. And we talk it out. And I think that having an educator's mind and an educator's heart, it's, it's every single person I meet gets trained. And I think that if you can have those conversations with people, it's going to come way more naturally to you. And then you're going to be able to educate your patients and have them, you know, get three, four, five syringes of filler at a time. Yeah. Which then is going to signal to the reps, hey, wait a minute, this person's doing something. <laughs> and then the, the ball starts to roll from there. 
That's so real. Like even my injector, mm-hmm. like I, I got sculpture in May, but mm-hmm. I like asked first, I was like, I've seen it. I've been in the industry for about five years now. So it's yeah. not like I'm like dumb to it, but I was like, I'm a patient now. So I'm like, okay. Like, I was like, what, like, what do we think? Do we think this is a good idea? And I literally like, I was like, okay, do it just because right. she said she sat there and took the time to like have a conversation about it. And really like, she's like, Hey, this is what's going to happen. Like, is this what you're looking for? Is these, are, yes. are these the results you're looking for? And like, and now I'm obsessed with it. I mean, this jawline snitch. Man, <laughs> you're educated on it now. And guess what right. educated patients do? Educated educate other patients. Friends, and they educate their friends mm-hmm. on it. And again, it, it all intertwines back to this rising tides raise all ships. If we can all totally educate patients and the patients become more savvy and then more savvy they are, they tell their friends. And now we need other injectors who need to be trained. And it's this circle that keeps on going. Totally. Yeah. Damn. You are spitting facts today. <laughs> I feel Straight like I'm at church this back. morning. Let's go. Mm, mm. Love that. <laughs> So the next part of this podcast is called Talk and Shop, and we're just going to get down nitty and gritty about all things aesthetics, and we're just going to we're gonna have a gab. Love it. A little key key. Let's do it. Yeah, I have a little key. So first question is, what aesthetic treatments have you had? Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, how much time do we have? All right. We're going to start from the top down because that's how I remember everything. Okay. So we've got tops, literally anywhere you can put it. I have it. <laughs> I mean, if I could do nose to toes, I would, but I've got <laughs> all the tops everywhere. I've had a full face of threads. Um, okay. That's another thing. I don't think it's fair to do something to someone without having it done to yourself first in some capacity. So I've had a face of threads. I've had two nose jobs because I got headbutted playing soccer when I was younger. Oh my God. That's actually, we can circle back. That's the reason why I got into aesthetics. Okay. Um, So put that up here. We'll we'll get back to it. Okay. Um, Okay. Under eye filler, cheek filler, jawline filler. This entire jawline is fake. (laughs) Same. Same. It's not real. It's not real. It's not. And and that's something you need to be honest with your patients about too. But um, all filler lips. I got my lips on for the first time like a year ago. I have naturally okay. bigger lips, but I was like, you know, it's, I think it's time for me to do this so I can, Same. you know, kind of go through go through it with like, like my patients do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had Sculptra, Chin Lipo. Oh, I had my my fat pads removed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this. I mean, I've had it all, like yeah. all the lasers, all the lasers. <laughs> go to that's on that's on the menu on the agenda. More is going to come to me. I know that. I just can't think of it in this moment. <laughs> this is like a this is like a, a brain teaser for me at this point because I'm like I don't know all of it, not at all. What do you mean? You're you know? like if if they come out with it, I'm doing it. <laughs> And I think you should, because you don't want to a buy something for your clinic that doesn't work totally, or B like tell somebody, Oh, this is great. And then you don't actually know. Right. I know. I've been joking recently that I could borderline be a rep for Daxify. I got Daxi in May and then I got touched up. My 11s, I never touched them up. I mean, they, they, 
They, I got my forehead touched up but only like 10 more units. And that was in October. Every time people hear that I got Daxi, they're like, shut the front door. They're like, no way. And I'm like, mind you, I'm one of those random people who disport just didn't work. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. So I'm like, I'm the anomaly. I'm the anomaly, but I could borderline. Every time someone hears I have Daxify, they're like, all right, let me try it out. Let me do it. I mean, listen, there is something to be said for... Um, experimenting on yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like for me, I think that Disport works best on me. I have Daxi in my face right now. And I think that they're kind of mm -hmm. what, what at this point, um, totally. but every single patient is different. And that goes right. back to right. how do we educate our patient? If, if I say, Hey, let's try this. Cause you don't feel like this is working. Mm -hmm. Is it that the product isn't working. Is it your body's doing something different? You know, totally. so it's, it all goes back to that. I but know yeah. one of my, one of my injector friends, uh, he, he I mean, was you have other friends at this point. <laughs> um, so I'm, I actually joke that I'm Hannah Montana sometimes because well, one, sometimes I do wear wigs. Right. Um, <laughs> but I have, first and foremost, <laughs> But I actually do. I'm a, I'm the social media manager for a bar here in Chicago. So I, 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 worry. I have my bar friend. I have my bar life and then I have my daytime life. So yeah, it, you're right. Do I have other friends? The only other friends are bar friends. They're either bar friends or right. they're aesthetic friends. And that's it. Right. No one I'm so sorry. It's so hard. I think that's the problem. <laughs> you know, I'm just... I'm so shy, you know, and My, I'm not, it's not easy to get along flower. with me. Right. Little you know, flower. hard to open up. I, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's okay. We'll get you there. We will get you there. <laughs> Slowly, but surely. We'll yeah. It's it. You're a hard one to break, but it's going to be okay. We'll get um, jumping into skincare. What are your favorite brands right now? Okay. So... I am a Zio girl. Um, okay. That is kind of like my jam. If I had to pick a couple products, like exfoliating polish is it, it makes me feel like a new woman. Every <laughs> um, but there's a new brand called Hydrinity that I'm really into. I know. I've been looking at that too. And I hope that we get them at one of our shows because I've got yeah. questions. Yeah. It's the, the, the HA renewing um, or restorative serum is. is yeah. It's great. Okay. So I'm, I've been really into that. My husband has stolen my supply. Um, <laughs> so, cause he likes it too. So yeah, that, those are my two kind of lines at the moment. I mean, revision always like chef's kiss for totally. day serum is amazing. <laughs> what I guess I'm trying to say is I don't have like a favorite line. I'm going to pick and choose, um, from, from all of them. Pick the rock stars <laughs> out. Yeah. I'm going to pick out the rock stars for sure. Mm -hmm. for yeah. Sure. I know my skincare routine is like a smorgasbord of like different little brands. Yep. You yeah. Know, different strokes for different folks. That's right. That's right. And we love it. <laughs> um, how many steps are in your skincare routine right now? Oh God. Um, <laughs> probably about as many procedures I've had. So that's an, in, in, I'm going to say, because I, it's like a little ritual for me almost like it's, it is my ritual into the day mm -hmm. and I will sit there and just kind of think about my life, um, while I'm doing it. I think that I have one, two, three, four, five, I don't know, like maybe eight or nine steps, but like okay. they all 
20 seconds. It's really not that <laughs> but it's a nice time to, I think just massaging my face in the morning feels right. good, you know, at night too. It just mm-hmm. kind of, I will tell you that I feel like the growth factor serum from Zio, um, it smells like bedtime now. I have now associated with the bed. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, I feel that. Like if I'm like really hungover, my friends are like, come on, we got to go to brunch. Like, come on, get up. I'm like, first things first, got to put the tunes on. I can't do anything without a tune on. Like that's my toxic trait. I have three Alexas. That has to be booming. Booming and at all times. Drake, booming. First of all, your, uh, your Drake. Spotify roundup. Ooh, it was going to be Drake every year. It was always going to be Drake. I would die for Drake. Okay. It, it's always him. It is always him. And you he know, said, he said, take a shot for me. I said, absolutely. You know, absolutely. his dad, his dad, um, I don't know if you've heard of him, Dwayne Carter. Um, <laughs> Dwayne. Must be uh, indie artist. I don't know. Must be. Never heard of that. <laughs> uh, my friend, little Wayne, um, he's, that's always my number one. Even though okay. he hasn't put out anything new <laughs> in forever, <laughs> that is always my, I have a, I have a little Wayne doormat. Oh, how about that? Yeah, Does it say, hello, uh, how you're doing? Yeah, with, with the full <laughs> word that we're missing. Mm-hmm. With this picture. <laughs> yep. They kind of treated me though, because they said, oh, like your music tastes are similar to the people in like Scottsdale, Arizona. And like, no offense to Scottsdale, but that was, uh, they called me basic. They they did. I don't think that. No, no, no. It's more like. Or maybe like their party. They like the top 40. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listen, that's how you can get along with others too. You play good music. They want to come to you. They want to hang out with you. Right. And it, I don't think that makes you basic. I think that makes you popular. Thank you. I needed that. And I didn't even know it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got you. It makes you popular. That's all it does. I'm just a girl, you know, you're in with the, you're in with the cool kids, you know, I try, I try. Yeah. I used you're to be a great. loser for a very long time. But then That's I just, not very kind. Do you know Scott I, Bonner? I do. Okay. So our friend Scott Bonner, I did a training and every training that I do, see, this is where we go on tangents, by the way, this is going to take nine years to get through. It's okay. Um, so Scott Bonner came to one of my trainings and every single training I do, I ask everyone in the room, what's three things you liked so I can continue to do those for the next people. And what's three things you didn't like. Right. And okay. nobody liked to give criticism. Nobody likes to give that kind of feedback. Also, I'm like very much putting them on the spot. Like, <laughs> Hey, what didn't you like about me? Um, Tell me now. <laughs> Tell me right now. But if, I'm going to circle back to be nice to yourself. Scott, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did great. Training was amazing. And he gave me some really great feedback on the, on the good things. He goes, I know what I don't like. I said, what? He said, you need to be nicer to yourself and you need to live in those accomplishments because you're doing really great work and you're doing, and this is not like a pat on the back. This is like for people who are like, yeah, yeah oh yeah, thanks. Blah, blah. Right. He, he, he said, you're doing great work and I want you to kind of live in those accomplishments and just say thank you. So, and be nicer to yourself in those moments. Okay. And I was like, Okay. Thank you for the wow. therapy yeah, session wow. that I absolutely did not pay for, but thank Ouch. you. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's, it was true. Right. I mean, yeah. he hit it so perfectly mm-hmm. that you need to be nicer to yourself. You were never a loser. You were never a loser. You right. always 
very kind, very open, very <laughs> personable person. So we are going to live in our accomplishments today. Oh, thank you for that. I you always say, I always say I like, I, I, I give this personality to like my, it was comes from a 14 year old self. Honestly, I was 14. I was coming into high school and I used to be very, very shy. Like I was so shy and I just woke up one day and I said, I don't feel like doing that anymore. Like it wasn't doing anything for me. Right. And I just, I literally just stopped being shy that day. I just, just kept putting myself out there. And then here we are. You made a choice. Yeah made a choice to be who you wanted to be. Listen, this is going to go way deeper than AMP spot today. I <laughs> but like, I mean, think about that. Think about how many injectors or people in this industry who are not being nice to themselves and True. thinking that they're not doing well and comparing themselves to these people that you see on social media. I mean, I was one of those people, yeah. right? But you know, back at, at, at Aesthetic Next, I just walked up to y'all. I was like, hi, I'm Sarah. Hello. Please be my friend. Um, and I had never met anybody. Yeah. And and I think that there's so many people who get down on themselves in this industry because they're not Erica Berry or they're not totally you know, Subes or they're not, all you know, Amy or Heather or they're not all these yeah. people, not Joelle. They're not Julie Bass Kaplan. Go talk to those people and I guarantee you they're gonna they're gonna talk to you like they're your best friend. Exactly. Right? Everybody's real and everybody has those moments of doubt. So don't don't sit there and compare yourself to them because we've all been yeah in that before. Well, and I think also the accomplishment is 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 it's more than just like the fame, right? It's like you're an RN, an MP, a PA, an MD. Like that's the you did that. You did that. You're a business owner. You did that. Like you're an injector. Do you know how many people are what would kill dying? To be right. Like, like you're there. You're, like you did you're it. in the club. Like what you're do you in mean? it. Yeah. You are, you are in the cool kids club of like getting to getting to treat these patients and make them feel good. Cause that's right. what it, that's again what it's about at the end of the day is who's on the other end of that needle? Mm -hmm. How do you make them feel good? Totally. And then we get to feel good because of that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Come to church, mama. Damn, here we go. We are doing it today. Uh-huh. This is a hot one. This is a this is a hot, this is gonna be a hot episode. I can feel it. <laughs> this is my mug today. First of all, it says you've got this. I needed it. I choose my mugs based on the mood that I need for the day. Look how big this thing is. That's that I filled it up. Okay. Maybe you just have a small head. <laughs> you know comparatively <laughs> well there is 12 ounces of coffee in there so that's that's a lot of java i'm in it i am in it <laughs> you got it me and stan over here health is wealth baby do you see my big business <laughs> <laughs> well we're, remember those sparkly water bottles they were handing out this year at aesthetic next I got one because like, I have to have a fun, hot, cool, sexy water bottle to like drink out of it, to like actually drink the water. It's enticing. Yeah. So need, I, this water is a little boring. So you yeah. need to look like baths. I'm in the Nestle bottle today. So we're dealing with that. I get to find a new one. I challenge you to chug your water and find a new one to drink out of. Uh, well, we have the Amspot ones. Maybe I'll just take one of the 3 million ones of those and we'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Well, that one has a little squeaky thing on. It's like a little squeaky when you sip out of it. So it's kind of like a trigger. And I'm like, oh yeah, health is wealth, baby. Oh, it's a good water. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a good like, trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need an audio of the squeaky. Okay, so all I right. Can, or just send me one and then I will <laughs> do it for you. I'll but send you a selfie video later today of me drinking out of the squeaky water bottle. If you don't, you're in trouble. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> All right, right now. Just down. putting the noggin. Got it. Put it up there. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this entire time, like you're just gonna have to rapid fire these and be like, Sarah, stop talking. Okay. Go, go, go. No, the tangents yeah. are great. The people love the tangents. It's Thank great. <laughs> if you're on a deserted island, what skincare are you bringing? Like, you got one item you can bring. What are you bringing? You know, I really want to be boring and say sunscreen. I do. Um, but like if I'm on a deserted island, I'm probably going to die from hunger or, you know, thirst before melanoma. That part. Uh, but a sunburn would be highly uncomfortable. I think I'm going to, I'm going to go face wash. I'm going to, I'm going to go okay. face wash and I'm going to find a spring, a nice okay. water spring to wash my face in because I feel like when you wash your face, you feel better. And then I would have like a will to live. Okay. I would agree. You wake, I feel like a Neutrogena commercial. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not using Neutrogena, obviously. Let's not do that, okay. but right. Yeah. But like, you know, like if, if I'm on a deserted Island, yes, I absolutely want to wear sunscreen, but I will fashion a hat out of leaves. <laughs> I'm very handy. I'm a very handy girl. I will weave a hat out of, out of, of leaves and like make a garment of sorts because I'm a, I'm a no sun club girl anyway. Okay. So like I'm probably going to be, are there trees on the island? This is why this is why the drink question is going to be very hard. <laughs> but I would more than likely, I, I'm going to say a face wash, a lovely exfoliating okay. face wash, probably from Zia. That's my favorite. Okay, I feel yep. that. Then you're, you know, you're getting the new, you're getting the nasty skin off. Like I can't wake up without you. You wash, you have to wash your face in the morning. Like yeah, I it can't. Just feels right. But like, also imagine being on that deserted island and just feeling gross. Like, how right. amazing would a shower feel? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know, and I feel like I can find like a tea tree oil or something. I don't know. I can I can figure out skincare from okay. the other stuff. Yeah. But okay. you're not gonna find soap on that island. There's no way. No. No. No, no way. Well, no. Probably how. not. Not a single cleaning agent. You cannot tell me that the cavemen were clean. You're lying to me. You are well, lying. Started. The cavemen were never there. You know. Okay. All right, now we're okay. We're getting into it. You have it. to keep in the theme. It's very important. <laughs> there are no hypotheticals here. This is real. I, I have to myself on the deserted island to give it. It's you. real and it's here and it's now. Yes. We're on the deserted island. Yes, we <laughs> With are. With the high rises in the background. That's a, that's called a, a mirage because you're so dehydrated that you're starting to have um, illusions. Got it. Got it. And hallucinations. Yeah. I'm Delulu right now. Aren't we all? Aren't <laughs> we all? In some sort. But don't we have to be a little bit? I think you have, kind of have to be to, yeah. to big dreams. Right. But I'm Dream not going to So let's, let's go to the next question. <laughs> Thing. What do you do for fun when you're not practicing slash being queen of the world? 
what a great title. I'm going to tell my husband, <laughs> not going to be great, but um, what do I do for fun? Um, honestly, because I travel so much, like I just like to be home. Okay. I like to get my life back in order as, okay. as that sounds, but like yesterday I had an impromptu trip to New York, flew in, flew out the, the same day. Um, but I'm like, I go like 14 or 21 days without being home. Totally. So, so like when I am, I like, I like to be now that being said, I would pick up if you said, Sarah, let's go to Europe next week. I'm like, great, let's go. Let's get so it. I'm, I'm a big time traveler as well. Yeah. Which is why I don't mind the traveling to train. Cause I love an airport. I love an airplane. I like an airport is like my happy place. I swear. Cause it I means you're yeah. Getting in that like Uber to the airport. You're like, Ooh, I buy my smart water. Oh my That's gosh. Right. I'm like, yes. That's right. Yeah. And you just, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm getting ready for whatever's coming. And it's just like a new environment that you know, you're going to be in. It's just, it's mm -hmm. cool. I like to travel and I like to stay home. What's your uh, favorite place you ever traveled? I know okay. that's a list or you can do top five. There we go. I feel like that's oh, enough. Okay. Right that's awesome. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, in the United States, my favorite city, like if you were like, let's go to Chicago, which you were in, I'm like, yes, yeah, done. Let's go. When I'm there. So I think Chicago is like my favorite place in the States. Okay. Um, we got married in Italy and in my heart, oh, I am like this old Italian, like <laughs> nonna who just cooks and, <laughs> and like drinks and, and climbs the stairs all day. So we got married on the Amalfi coast. Highly recommend if you are Hot. considering, if you ever want to get married and you don't want a lot of people to come and you want it to be cool, <laughs> which is what I did. Um, right. I, I picked uh, Ravello, Italy and, when I tell you these old ladies were like ripping cigs, holding Love all it. of their food and smoking me on these stairs because it's like 184 <laughs> steps to the I mean, they're, and I'm like, <gasps> that place is like a little fairy book town. It's wonderful. Um, okay. I love London. I think London Love is, London. It's I feel like a cool girl there. Right. You know, even though I'm not, and I'm very much American because I'm smiling so much. <laughs> um, I love that. Ancy France. Okay. It, it is a beautiful, when we were in, um, was it Barcelona? We were somewhere. We, we did like this whole tour to Europe for our honeymoon. Um, That's what I'm doing for my 30th birthday. So do you need a chaperone? Why not? I'm inviting everyone. It's going to be a banger. I, I like to chaperone. I'm having the planning meeting literally tomorrow, Friday. A planning meeting. Is there a, yeah. is there a deck? Um, and then I'm going to do a soft invite. Cause you know, you just have to like, see who's like, who can, who in five months is ready to like pick up and go, you know? Right. right. And in then probably all the time in the world. Yeah. But you know, you know, people's schedules, they get, they fill up so quickly. So we're, we're doing a planning meeting tomorrow. Soft okay. invites go out in December, literally tomorrow. And then in January, it's going to be like, Hey, this is, this is the thing. Right. Like this is yeah. the itinerary. You're yeah. in, you're out, do, do what you please. Yeah. Um, that was great. That was probably one of the best trips that I ever went on was my honeymoon with seven other people. Um, <laughs> it was awesome like you're gonna That's have cool. the best time ever okay i can't yeah. wait but like 
absolutely ping me after we'll talk about where you're going to go. Okay. Love it. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Okay. <laughs> that one wasn't even a tangent. That was just a fun extra question. I added, I just want you to know that. I was oh, like, oh, she loves to travel. So do I. So I you're like, where am I going? Let's where get into I, it. I exactly. Barcelona, put it on the list. Okay. But Barcelona is beautiful. Um, I re- like, what's the vibe? What's the vibe of the trip? Uh, so one of my girlfriends, she's turned 29. I'm turning 30. And it's just like 30 is the new 20. You just have more money. That's the theme. Yeah. That is the literal theme. 30s, new 20, just have more money. We know for sure we're going to Ibiza. We both had like said that we wanted to go to Ibiza and we were like, wait, our birthdays are eight days apart. Why don't we just do this together? And by everyone we know, see who's like, oh yeah, I'm about it. And then just go from there. So yes. Yeah. It's great. But you have to say Ibiza. It's Ibiza. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Um, And do Barcelona. Okay. And then do some of the Greek islands if you can. Yeah. We we don't have any trips for AMSPA for the first time ever in May. Cause usually we have like a trip that falls around my birthday. Like we went to right. Atlanta. I think it was like two years ago this year, Dallas was on my birthday and yeah. everybody knows this. I hate Dallas, Texas. It is the bane of my existence. I love the people that what? I know there. I just, it is so pretentious to me. I feel like there's so many pretentious people there. And I'm like, you guys wear cowboy boots. Unironically. I don't want to hear it. Unironically. But some of my favorite people in the world live there. Our now friend, yeah. that I've now that I've gone enough times, like I have my places that I love and whatever, but man, Dallas is rough. But that was 29th birthday was the best birthday I ever had in my whole life. And the place that I hate the most. It was so wild to me. Maybe you don't hate it the most then. Maybe it's just like a figment of your imagination. We just need to reframe it a little bit. No, nah, it's the I, I like the people. You're like, no, I, I hate it. Nah, nah, I don't. Yeah. You tell me I'm going to Dallas. I'm like, here we go again. Right. I've had some of the wildest Uber rides of my life in Dallas. I've rated so many people off that app. I'm like, how are they allowing you to drive people around? That's Texas, honey. That's- <laughs> I'm like, one guy was driving like we were in Grand Theft Auto. Another dude looked like his car got shot up. I was like, are we allowed to get in this car? Is are this, we, is this safe? Is this, is this do I need to report this? Can this be on the road right now? Like, That's Texas driving. You, okay. If the speed limit says 60, it means 80. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm, a, I'm just a Midwestern girl. So you're just a Midwestern girl. And if you <laughs> don't drive that much, you don't need to. Oh my God. No, I don't even have a driver's perfect. license. So yeah. Last time I drove a car was 10 years ago. Yeah. That was the last time I was behind a wheel. I don't even have an ID anymore. It expired on my birthday. So I've been using my passport because I kind of ate. I look good as hell in my passport picture. I oh, look snatched. I mean, maybe make sure that we have a responsible adult with us to not lose our passport. But that- you know what? My passport is big enough. And that's why I feel like everyone's always like, I can't believe you just walk around the passport. I'm like, it's so big. I cannot lose that thing. I can't lose it. Yeah. No. My ID. Oh my gosh. I lose my debit card at least once a month. Like, what do you mean? I, <laughs> those that things are tiny. Hard credit card first and foremost we're going to talk about that for your trip okay but all right um, we're gonna we're gonna play the points game where you start paying for all of your stuff with points and you don't have to pay for your trip (laughs) that's what we do i know no no no. i definitely too because i I did dublin and london for saint patrick's day that was (laughs) incredible incredible and i live in a saint patrick's city okay i gotta do it back to back because St. Patrick's Day fall on a Friday and we always do the Saturday before if it doesn't fall on a Saturday. 
So I did Chicago St. Patrick's and then I did Dublin St. Patrick's. Incredible. Everyone should do it. And it's so cheap. Dublin is so cheap. So cheap. It's It's, so cheap. Yep. Yeah. And they love Americans. I, they do Ireland. We did Ireland last. I don't remember when we did maybe last year. Ireland itself is people are just awesome. They're just cool. Yeah. Like they're amazing humans. They're happy. They love Americans, which is great. We're very loud. Yeah. Um, but it was just Ireland is beautiful. It's sick, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like the Dingle Peninsula was probably the Ring of Kerry is beautiful, but like the Dingle Peninsula was uh, amazing. Amazing. We went to the uh, Glendalock Lakes, and there's like a lake on top of a lake. That's wild to me. My brain still hasn't processed it. But it was dope. Like we saw these old ruins, like these old like graveyards. I was just like. You guys just lived here, just like just this, just casual. Yeah, yeah. You hop on a bus for an hour, just to get uh, to see you, the wonders of the world. Drive in, in Ireland. That was a wild ride. <laughs> drive. And, first of all, I didn't drive. I'm a passenger princess. Right, um, as you should be. As I should be. My husband drove, and it was like every turn was almost a sheet murder because they <laughs> literally just like. They rode everywhere. Past. Yeah. And so in Ireland, did you know that the roads are not straight because the Romans never conquered them? So if you wanted to discuss the Roman Empire, they never got. To <laughs> That's um, your Roman and, Empire. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. You're you're all welcome for that. Um, but no, the roads aren't straight, and so anytime you make a turn, I mean, it'll it'll be a hairpin, and there's a flock of sheep right there just waiting to get. I believe home. it. And they don't move. They don't move. But you have to stop your car and all. It- <laughs> everything go forward on the windshield. Well, I'm sick. And like, anytime I go somewhere, I want to go on their public transportation. I'm trying to see something. They have a train. I'm on it. So we try to, we try to take the bus into downtown. We were like, let's get on this bus. It looks like a double decker bus. Why not? Let's get on. No, apparently you have to like make yourself known. They don't just like stop. Cause they see people near the bus stop. No, no. no. So after the after I like the bus drove right past me, that was enough embarrassment for me to call an Uber. It was time. In that moment, did you just go, "Oh my god," and then just try to hide in your shirt because I, that obviously you still think about it. Yeah, it's time. I just wanted to get on the bus and just like see it, you know, just yeah, see what's I'm up. Sorry that happened to you. Okay, we'll get you it's, another bus. We can we can go again. <laughs> we can put it back on the trip. We can just stop over in Dublin to ride the bus and then Dublin will be there. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> That's right. That's of right. all the islands that are like sinking, the, the lands that are sinking into the ocean, Dublin's not going anywhere. Yeah, Dublin's Dublin's fine. It you was there, it's gonna be there. What'd you say? The, the Azores. So the I don't Azores know what that are means. like the yeah, uh-huh. The Azores, <laughs> I've never been, but they are like the Hawaii of Europe. Okay. And they're technically Portuguese islands, but they're like, it's like a four or five hour flight from New York and like a three hour flight from Portugal. So it's like a little tropical vacay and then you just keep going or you stop there on the way and then go home. Love it. Say less. Say less. (laughs) I'm sorry you never invited me to your planning meeting. I have a lot to share. I'm going to ask you all the things. Please believe it. Perfect. That's perfect for me. I we are it. on it. We are on a tangent, and I wanted you I, to know that. 
I know. And we gonna okay. bring it back. You just have to stop me. It's, I was I was just enjoying you so much. Sorry. Well, sorry. I think you're fun, cool, beautiful, and amazing. This, everyone that's gonna like handle this and post is gonna plan their trips around what we're saying. So it's fine. Exactly. So, friends, mm-hmm. these are so the you're keys. welcome. These are the keys. Mm-hmm. Who are your favorite providers right now? Like, who are you following on Instagram? Who are you obsessed with? For what? Oh, any provider. Any. Well, no. Anything. Like, okay. So, like, am I obsessed with their actual work or their them as a human? Um, anything actually. Okay. Yeah. So, as far as work goes, I think, I think Brittany Crossdale does some beautiful. She's incredible. Just, She's wonderful. And, and I think that everybody I follow is really, really good. Um, I think I just love her demeanor as well. I would She's agree. very calming. So mm-hmm. is Ken's. Ken's is very calming to watch. Um, I love Joelle Lehman. I love Amy Birkenstam, Erica. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's at Bailey's Botox. I think her memes are the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I just, I giggle every time I see her stuff. Who else? I mean, Erica's great. I think she's wonderful. Um, I love to follow Dr. Subio because I think he's like, kills me. Yes. He's a no BS kind of guy. He Um, was like looking for someone to do his social media. And I was ready to pick up my life and hop on over there. I was like, I'll I'll do whatever you say. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. yes sir. Absolutely. I think he's wonderful. Um, I mean, there's, God, there's so many people, mm-hmm. you know, I love Steven Soar because I think he's just such a kind hearted person. He's a doll. He's a doll. Um, it, there's just, there's so many. <laughs> so like, I, I can't narrow it down to one. So there, there's a right. list of humans. So you guys hear that Follow these people. Cause they're amazing. <laughs> yes. What is your favorite treatment to get done? Oh, I love, I do love to get Sculptra. Um, I think it's done really well for me. I love a good, I like a good laser these days. Okay. Um, I want to look like I got drugged behind a truck because I know, yeah, you got it. You're there (laughs) because I, I know what's going to be on the back end of it. It's just like wonderful skin and right. You know, I don't, I don't perform lasers. You do not want me to touch you with a laser. I don't want to burn you. You don't want me to do it. But I think that everything that we do as injectors is only complemented by the skin that's on top. I mean, it doesn't, it, I could put the most beautiful filler in your face. And if your skin's not great, nobody cares. Right. right? So it all goes together. Um, but sculpture and lasers together is, I love it. Okay. All right. Um, in your treatment room, uh, what music are you guys playing? And then like, what, or, and is it what you would like to listen to? Or is it like something you only play for the patients? Right. So the things that I would like to listen to going back to my friend, Dwayne Carter, uh, <laughs> I am not, it's not everyone's taste. Um, I'm just like a old school New Orleans rap. Like okay. that's what I like to listen to. That's what you I love me. that. Yeah, like that's that's where you'll find me um, in my car or anywhere else. I've been listening to, um, I think it's Soft Pop on Spotify. Okay. It, it's it's all like the um, easy songs to listen to. Okay. Things that don't, um, that aren't super excitable because I also don't want my patient's heart rate to go up for whatever. Totally. And like if the song is too yeah. vibey. 
you know, they 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 start getting a little anxious. Um, totally. Easy, easy tunes. I would rather gouge my eye out with a spork than listen to like soft jazz. Yeah, yeah. I would. I for me. quite literally would rather do that. Um, but yeah, anything that I can zone out to and just get my groove on and work. Okay, like some like a, a love song by Sarah Bareilles. Maybe a little Sunday morning by Maroon Five. Yeah. Yeah. Easy stuff. Okay. Okay. Easy stuff. Um, and all of your practices, is there a fun thing that you're known for? Like, is there anything they make fun of you for? Um, <laughs> I don't think that I am they make fun of me for a lot. Let's start there. <laughs> um but the thing that I think my patients know me for is the boob. I've oh, got, that's right. The boob. <laughs> like a 700, almost 800 CC breast implant. And I'm telling you, the second people sit down, they go, give me the boob, you know, <laughs> just so they can have something to hold on to. And it's literally become this like running joke. So like one of my patients popped so one funny. of them. And the way that people like, lost it like they were mourning the loss of a friend (laughs) and i'm like guys i have more like (laughs) but the way that people were like oh my god what are we gonna do the boob the wait where are you sourcing this boob from where are you getting these boobs i have my i have my places okay don't worry about my boob supply (laughs) i got this um no i just grab them from you know some plastic surgeon friends i'm like yeah biggest firmest boob you have um day and because it's it gives it's good tactile feedback yeah right like the little stress balls um are great but like they can be easily squeezed they're they're too easily squeezed whereas yeah. this big two-hander you know breast implant totally it, it's you're able to almost contract your whole body down around it and that makes people feel good i don't okay I don't know. and it's funny that's well, hilarious. I have a boob implant. I'm like, oh, <laughs> for you here. And they, so the first idea. timers, the first timers don't get it. Like I'll toss it at them. They're like, what, what is this? Um, and then they're like, oh no, the boob is great. It's to the point now where when my patients come in, some will come in with their kids. And the first thing the kids ask for, can I have the booby? Or um, one of them calls it the jellyfish. And they just, they're playing with it. And the moms think it's hilarious. I love that. That the kids are playing with. So it's just like, it's just a funny little thing at this point. (laughs) How did you get, like, how did you start bringing the boob in? Like, how did that all start? So I I think what happened was I walked into um, the surgeon's office in Ohio and I literally, I just picked up the boob and I was like, Okay, so here's what I think. And I start tossing it back and forth, <laughs> talking to him about something. Yeah. And then I was like, can I have this? This is and that's how it started. And then I ha- now have like seven of them. <laughs> but it's great tactile feedback. The patients freaking love it. And that's it's just, dope. It's like the thinking boob for me. Like if I'm like kind of working through a problem, I'll like toss it back and forth in my hands. Totally. Okay. She's multi-purpose. Okay. So we put a pen in this, but we were, we're coming back to it and we're coming back to, which is going to be so different from everything we've talked about today. Cause we, we covered a lot of topics, but how you wanted to, t- you were telling us how you got you, how you got into aesthetics. Cause when the moment you were like, Oh, from soccer, I was like, you totally give soccer girl energy. 
Like, Wait, what's really funny is that it was only like on the playground. Like I never. I'm screaming. I I am actually very better, and we're gonna go back to. I'm gonna actually ask Scott for some therapy on this because he did so well with the other part. Um, <laughs> I like never really played sports when I was little. My parents were working really hard, and like never really uh, yeah. had the time to bring me right which is fine. I'm not better. We work through that in therapy. Um, but I was playing soccer and like thinking I was like hot stuff. And I <laughs> went up for a header and it was like this co-ed team that we were just kind of practicing that night. And I go up for a header and Michael Hellfordy, I remember distinctly, I want the ball to go this way. And here comes this head across my face. So he oh, wants the ball Atlanta. to go this way. I'm going this way. And we, I mean, the way that my nose was over, it wasn't an in, it was an over. And you can still, like, if I look at you dead on, hold on, let's get this in the camera so you can see it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This way a little bit? Yeah. After two nose jobs. Like, it was, it was That's nuts. I know you had haters. I know you had haters talking about, oh, she just got a nose job because she, she thinks she's special. (laughs) You know, if I did, I, I I couldn't couldn't hear it. Definitely couldn't smell them when they were saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I had to get. Um, I was sixteen. I had to get a nose job when I was sixteen, yeah. but it was it was a closed reduction, meaning, you know, when you're that young, you really don't want a nose job because your your face is not done growing. So they growing, just, yeah. They just pushed it back. Well, they didn't push it back all the way because they couldn't. But, like they would have had to re-break and move the whole thing over. Oh, so 16, I had my first, and then like I had a big old bump that grew. It was a whole situation. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't breathe out of the left side, which is the side that was, you know, yeah. collapsed over. So I walked into my surgeon's office. I was right before senior year of college. And, um, I walked in and I was like, hi, I would like a nose job, please. I cannot breathe. And he's like, okay. Um, <laughs> he's like, okay, little girl, you just want a nose job. And like right. the hole was literally like <gasps> that big. It was awful. No. Like, right, so we're going to do surgery next week. He literally like comes out and he goes next week. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but it's time. So, so that was the second one. And that's when I got the tip brought up this shave down, everything was moved back over. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God, I feel like myself again. Right. Because for five years, a, I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I didn't look like in my head, I didn't look like me. So fast forward, I become a financial planner and I was a financial planner for five years. And That's then a different I, life. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. Um, so financial planner for five years. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore. I want to go. I, I told a bunch of my friends who were in residency, I was like, I'm going to go be a plastic surgeon. And they said, no, you're not. And I said, okay, well I am. So, <laughs> um, here I go. And they said, no, you're not going to be a surgeon. Look at our lives. Like you're, you're 25, 26 at this point. Like you're not going to even start a practice till you're like 42. And I was like, didn't think Watch about me. that. Right. Like if everything had gone perfectly as planned four years in med school and then seven years of residency. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, fellowship if I wanted to, all of that stuff. They're like, you want to be a PA. And I said, I don't even know what that is. So they, um, filled out a, we filled out a bunch of paperwork and I was watching a bunch of surgeries 
And then I was like, no, you're right. Like I do want to be a PA. They're doing everything that I want to do, Yeah, but they're not the doctor. So, right. so then from that point on, applied to PA school, got waitlisted. It's okay if you get waitlisted people, <laughs> fine. you'll get it eventually. Um, but I knew from day one that I was going to do aesthetics because of the confidence that I got that, that someone gave me. Mm-hmm. from my nose job. I was like, no, like I, I need to do this for someone else. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's how I got into it. And I knew like all of my rotations were based around plastic surgery. Um, I did a burn rotation because lasers are burns, right? Yeah. Like, yes, you still don't want to do it, but like <laughs> there is a burn. Um, and I just based everything around this art form. Cause that's really what it is. And, and yeah. that's how I got into it moved to Ohio to get my first job. I interviewed all over the place with all kinds of different people. And that was the one that was, um, that made the most sense for me. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Toledo. <laughs> but Toledo. Toledo, Ohio. Uh-huh. Oh, what a time. And after what a, a year, I was like, I'm going to move back home. He <laughs> said, I'm out. <laughs> it's cold here. I'm not a fan. I don't like being cold whatsoever. Right. It's pretty yeah. quick. It's pretty easy to kind of figure out that town too. It's so, it's like, it's tiny. Tiny. Yeah. She's tiny. Teeny, and, tiny. And literally hurricane Sarah came through. Cause you know, all the Midwesterners. Yeah. I know how we are. We love a Midwesterner. I had you like yes. force my friendship on people, <laughs> you know, everyone's like, okay, so like, we're going to do this. I'm like, I'm coming. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. And they would I mean, like look at me and like, we don't know, you know, like, yeah, no, you will. I'm in. I'm in. Count me in. No soft invite here. I'm putting this in pen on my calendar. I know it's so hard to make friends with you. So, you know, really hard to talk to. Yeah. I know. It's It's like this entire thing was like pulling teeth to get any answers out of you. I know. I'm sorry. I'll try harder. I'll do better. I really will. Uh, We're going to close out this podcast with my favorite three questions. These questions only matter to me. I think that people are liking that I asked these three questions, but here we go. Okay. First question. What is your Zodiac sign? Virgo. Uh, That is great news. Does it make sense? That's great. That's really good. I'm Uh a Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. My sister's a Virgo. And we're just like, we're, we'll be, we'll be at a club somewhere. We won't even say anything. We'll just be like, ready to go. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, being a Virgo, it's hard, but it, it helps, you know, it helps because you're so hypercritical of like yeah. everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly myself. Same. Um, but it's also really helpful in this job. Yeah. I'm I, screaming internally, but I'm giving you gold. It's fine. 100%. Yeah. 100%, which yeah. is why Scott told me to be nice to myself. <laughs> it all comes back to Scott Bunner, honestly. Right. Scott Bunner, you're a saint. He is. Yeah. He's a saint. He truly we need, is. We need more of him in the world. We do. Honest mm-hmm. friends. That's what we need more of. Heard that. Second question, which you've been thinking, you've had all podcasts to think about. This is going <laughs> to set what the vibe. Is- Where what- am I? Okay, your go-to drink. So this is open to interpretation, babe. You can, because <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm such a situational drinker. Like yeah. if we're in the summer, I'm gonna drink some sort of gin-based cocktail every single time. 
winter, I go more towards the mezcal. I love mezcal. Um, you know, there's the drinks you drink at a cocktail bar. There's the drinks when you're like, oh, I'm going to rage tonight. Am mm-hmm. I day drinking? Am I raging? Am I like, am I in a field? Am I in a bar? Like, Let's, what am I um, We're okay. First scenario, you're day drinking. What's your go-to drink? Okay. Am I on a boat? Or am I... <laughs> No. Okay. Day drinking. I'm going to go a little lighter. Um, I feel like day drinking, you like bop around a lot. Exactly. You need to, you need to play it cool. At least in the very right. beginning. Many a day have There's been There's going to be a shot involved at some point. Yeah. Know? Many a day have been ruined by tequila too early. Um, right. I'm probably going to go like a nooner, a high noon okay. to start the day. And then as we continue on, because I can handle a lot of high noons. And then mm-hmm. as we continue on through the day, we're going to switch it up. We're going to get a little bit more creative, maybe a little cocky, okay. you know, maybe okay. a little tequila cocktail, and then we'll keep going at ah. dinner time. And then we're going to do some wine. We're going to have fun. And then we're going to end okay. up, you know, wherever we end up. And I'm probably okay. going to fall asleep. At bars. I'm known to fall asleep at bars. Not you being sleeping beauty. <laughs> there are actual pictures of me on my honeymoon. Not, not drunk. <laughs> This is not, I am not drunk. I am just sleeping at a bar in Italy. My friends know that if, like, if you catch me on the sofa and like, I start to lean a little bit and then the blanket comes up, they're like, oh no, she's going to sleep. I just let her go. In the middle of a party. I don't care. <laughs> let her go. She'll wake up at 20 and rested and ready to, ready to rage. Okay. But second scenario. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you were ready though. You were ready. No, give me my second scenario. Second scenario is date night or it's girls' night, and we're at the cocktail bar. What are you doing? It's a cocktail bar. Are we yeah. eating or are we just like happy? Dinner and drinks. Dinner and drinks. Okay. We're either gonna split a bottle of wine, like I'm a Easy. we're gonna we're gonna handle that. Easy. But I'm probably gonna start with an espresso martini. I knew you were gonna say that. Literally, but, that's what me and my girlfriends do. But with tequila. Okay. I like it with mezcal. Smoky. See, this is why we're friends. Mm-hmm. This is why we're friends. Because mm-hmm. I will do a mezcal anything, anytime. I like a smoky. I'll do an old fashioned. We can start okay. there. But yeah. that's the martini. I'm going to try it with the mezcal. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to try it out. Mm-hmm. I like to start with an espresso martini, start the night with one and end the night with one. So I don't go sleepy time in the Uber. I just need a little. Pick me we up. don't want to sleepy time in the Uber. I, yeah. I've definitely had sleepy time. In I've definitely, yeah, I've, I've gotten some Z's. I've, I've fought with the Sandman before in the Uber. Sometimes definitely. you need to. Yeah. Sometimes you need to have a little nappy nap. It happens. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. We don't judge for that. And then our final question. That's sad. Well, I don't want to ask me more. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll come up with something. <laughs> What is the current TV show that you're binging? I am re-binging because I've already done it twice. Okay. I'm currently re-binging The Crown. Okay. And Bridgerton. Okay. Oh, so you're in an era. She's in an era. My husband was like, what are you watching? And I named only shows with British accents. Right. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But The Crown, the new season comes out in like two weeks. So I need to like catch back up. Yeah. Catch back up. Yeah. 
I love a good re-binge. Mine is always going to be Scrubs. It was going to be Scrubs today, tomorrow, and in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Great it's a good one. Only yeah. the old seasons, like not when like the- Not the, when everyone just keeps dying. Everyone keeps dying, like random things keep happening in Seattle. Like we would have to shut Seattle down by that. No, literally, like they'd have to put a bubble over it because there can't be that many bad things happening all the time. That's wild. Correct. That is actually insane. We are now venturing into this is not real territory. I mean, we've right. been there for a very long time and it's just exactly. it's, done. it's done. Well, I heard this thing that they were saying like people who like rebend shows over and over, like tend to be like very anxious people. <laughs> you, so they you already watch <laughs> what you say? You already know what's gonna happen. Right. So you already very know anxious people and people with really bad ADHD, because you don't actually have to pay attention to what's going right. on. So mm. I fall in the ADHD category. Right. I'm probably like an anxious person. Like I hate watching a show and my stomach starts hurting. I'm like, no. Why is your stomach hurting? I don't know. I'm like, I need something good to happen. Or it's like the, like the, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's because I just, I don't, the unknown. I don't like the unknown. Oh. Like I want to know it. I want to know it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That That is definitely anxiety. Yeah. I need some like cues that something's going to happen. And I, and I'm like, Oh, I can't watch my stomach hurts. <laughs> I have none of those issues. I don't understand that at all, but it's I only do. watching TV. It's only watching TV and life. Like I can, I'm, I'm, I love controlled chaos. I'm like, at least if I have a couple of options that are going to happen, then it's fine. But when I'm watching TV and I have no idea, like I'm not getting any cues that something is going to help. Big girl, huh? No. No, no, like I talk not. myself through a scary movie. I'm like, don't you do it. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> Are you I'm the like, person in the coming. theater that talks the whole time? I, I won't. I, that's why I won't watch it at the theater. I'm not going to ruin their good time. I'll just do it at home. I'll wait till it's on. It's on Amazon TV. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to wait this out just so we can talk it out and just have right. a conversation with the actors who can absolutely hear you. Right. The men, the men think when they invite me over for to watch a scary movie, like it's going to be a pleasant experience. It's not. It's not for anybody. Not. Like no. nobody, nobody is going to have fun here because we are, we have a big conversation to have with these actors. Like, why did you go in there? <laughs> why are you doing that? No, no literally. Would go into the dark, scary alley. Like, what are you doing? The only scary movie that I love, 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 because I think they're hilarious, are all the insidious. The insidious, that whole, that's hilarious. I think it is so funny because if, if ghosts were like, get out of my home, I would leave. Like ghosts are not taking me out. I would leave. I'd be like, okay, you know like, what? I'll You're right. You were here first. You were here first. And it is not right for me to just kind of squawk here. Right. I get it. I get it. That, so, that, makes, that makes some sense to me or just yeah. don't ever watch the scary movie and just be happy. Oh, I just, I'm just trying to grow up, you know, like. You, sometimes you just gotta like just get over it. Let's just do it. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> no, no. You will not catch me getting over any kind of scary movie. My husband doesn't like them. I don't like them. So I'm like, we're just gonna watch things that make us happy. The one movie though that I did watch that like I like it, but I don't like it. Just I like it just because the the main thing they say is all hail the May Queen. My birthday's in May, so I'm like fuck yeah, is um, Midsummer. Like, there was not a happy ending to that movie at no, all. No, that was a scary movie, was it not? I didn't think it was a scary movie. I just thought it was just like, people are just getting killed, but it didn't seem like, I don't know, it didn't give me scary movie vibes. But yeah, I guess they burned all those people alive at the end. 
Well, why it didn't have like no sort of happy ending? Like she just was, she's just going to be there clinically insane for the rest of her life as the May Queen. That's wild to me. Like there was no, like we got no resolution. Like, so also, all those- spoiler alert for anyone who's never seen Midsummer. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> this stays it's not worth your watch i'll tell them to put in the caption like if you haven't seen midsummer there's a midsummer spoiler in there like if it's on your watch list watch that first then listen to this episode that's right that's right because yeah. you need to know that everyone gets burned alive at the end yeah yeah dear in a bear suit okay, a wait, real bear I have a question for you okay tell me What's your favorite thing about working at AmSpa? Ooh, no one's ever asked me that before. What is my favorite thing about working at AmSpa? Honestly, it's the people. So I started AmSpa about five years ago. And to this day, 60% of the company are women between the age of like 33 and 24. Wow. Wow. So we've all not only got to come up in this industry together, but come up like as women together. Yeah. Like, and these are my girlfriends. Like they know the most embarrassing things about me. Like these are not my coworkers. These are like my for life friends. Like they're coming with me when I turn 30. So sorry, I'm spot. You're shutting down. Sorry. Someone had to say it. (laughs) It's me. Guilty. Guilty. Plan ahead. (laughs) So yeah, that's my favorite thing. It's the women. Just a bunch of ride or dies rolling around. Right. Like we're taking on the city. We're taking on whatever. Like some, I swear to God, these work trips are like girl trips sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're staying late. Like, what are we going to do? Me and my girlfriend, Marin. Oh my God. So she's my drinking buddy. Every time we stay late in a city. So we'll go out Sunday, get dinner with everyone. We'll get a couple sure. drinks. We'll go to a bar and we'll be like, what's the industry bar here? Like we're going to do all the industry people. We want to go to industry. Yeah. And that's we. The place we leave with 3 million friends. We shut down the bar, biggest hangovers of our life. Like we live by the cheers pills. Like those are the only things that are getting us through. We get to brunch the next day, fighting for our lives. Yes. Drink mimosa back at it again. Yeah. I love it. Cheers. Yes. Cheers pills are on Amazon. 32 bucks. Kind of hefty for a supplement. I think for like a hangover supplement. But they're baller. Yeah. If you don't, if you're you supposed to take them. Right. You need it. You're supposed to take it after your last drink. Obviously, I'm a little too blacked for that. So that's obviously. Take so it we're taking it. Take it when yeah. you're brown, not blackout. Right. Take it the next day, though. Takes about an hour to kick in. Cause that's what almost 30 is, is I got to take my Nutrafol, my Cheers, my Dramamine, my um, yeah. Tylenol. Like I got like. 14 pills in my hands. My friends are like, are you okay? I was never well. Okay. I was never well. Not once. I've been unwell since the day I was born. Okay. That's right. But <laughs> since the day you were 14 decided to be no more a wallflower. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Since that day. Yeah. We've so, all of these. You just have to maintain. <laughs> I'm going to tell you 34 doesn't get better. It doesn't we're get better. Maintaining. <laughs> we're just maintaining. We're just going to keep we're going to stay homeostatic as best we can, but, uh, it's, it's hard out here. Totally. My friends always ask me, how do you do it all? How are you out in these streets? And you're like working the daytime job. Yeah, how are you doing it? My house, a mess. The clothes are everywhere. 
The clothes are everywhere. I have a laundry service. I don't do laundry. Come on. If I took if I took you on a tour of this house right now, you would be like, oh. Right. That's what it is. It's you just you have a messy home. That's it. And you by mess you can't be queen of everything without you having can. a little bit of a, a you know dirty laundry somewhere. No, back in the 50s, like, yeah, the women were working in the home, but it was like the women were doing all the stuff and the men were like working. So it's like they had help, you know. I don't have help. It's no. just me. Yeah. And it used to be me and the dog. Yeah. Because <laughs> now it's just me. <laughs> and right. I gotta do it all. Yeah. There's no you way. Can't do it all. Can't be perfect. No. No. And I think that's a, oh, another thing too, is like, here we go. Back on our tangent. Back Tangents. On our, you said you like, didn't want it to end. <laughs> I, well, and I will keep talking to you for three hours. Um, <laughs> you can't do it all, but you can outsource it. And you that way you Absolutely. can get it all. You can't do it all, but you can get it all done. Right. So like, you know, as an injector, I remember crying into a bottle of wine when I couldn't do my social media anymore. Like I was like, I can't do this. Outsource it. And oh my God, life gets better and you level up. You don't want to do your laundry. You have to, you can't do your laundry. Now you've got time to go do other stuff yeah. and level up. Yeah. So ask for help when you need it. Ask I know. I'm borderline about to get a maid. I'm not even kidding to come in at do least it. like. Twice a week, one one to two times a week. Do it. Why not? Once yeah. a week. Not need twice. That's You're right. Once a week. Not- twice is like, yeah. Once every two weeks is fine. Honestly, uh, uh, it depends on if it's a travel week. I feel like before travel week and after travel week, that's when my house looks like, um, like all hell broke loose. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Cause you know, you have to go through every single piece of clothing that you own for no reason. And then live out of the suitcase for a week after that. I yeah. applaud anyone who unpacks afterwards. I don't know how you do it. No, you know what kind of psycho I live with? He unpacks, it could be midnight. It no. Five in the morning. No. He's going to unpack. And I'm That's still sick. living out of like, I still have shoes laid out from freaking aesthetic necks that I'm like, I really need to put those away. Uh, my but sparkly, these- my sparkly dress was still on the couch. Right. See, it, and it's just the, different strokes for different folks. Right. I just hide it all. So he doesn't have to see it, <laughs> but it's, li- it's still out. Like I, I just, because I, when you travel, like we do, like it's yeah. okay. Here's this, take it out of here, put this up. Okay, I, I don't even have time to put it away. Literally. Sometimes that suitcase lives right by the front door. I'm like hopping over it to like go out for the night. Like, girl, if you don't stay inside. <laughs> if you don't sit your butt down right now. <laughs> I'm putting them clothes away. Quit playing. <laughs> That's right. That's literally, I'm, I'm, I'm now inspired to, to go put my stuff away. No, literally all summer, I kept telling people, I'm turning my second bedroom into a vanity. I'm turning my second bedroom to a vanity. So when the when I would send for my laundry, I would take the laundry and I would put it in my second bedroom to like start the process. But then I just kept going outside. So you need vanity. to stay worse. Vanity's coming summer 2024. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't lie to yourself. In the summer in Chicago, you are a liar. You need to fit now. And you know what you need? You need to outsource it. You need to go buy a bunch of stuff from Ikea and then you right. let somebody else come in and build it. A man. A I'm man who's in love with me. Yeah, we'll see. You can do it. You can do it, my friend. Sarah, if the people want to find you, where can they find you? 
The people can find me on Instagram at smooth by Sarah. Um, and then I have another account, smoothaesthetics.us. You can email me. You can send a carrier pigeon, a smoke signal. However, I'll answer Ooh. it. Is there anything you would like to leave our dear audience with? Our dear audience just needs to know that if you are an injector or want to be an injector or want to be great, you can do it. You can do it. Seek out help when yes. you need it. Um, do all kinds of trainings. Invest in yourself. And the more you invest in yourself, the better your patient outcomes will be. The more patients you're going to see, the more money you're going to make. It all gets better when you invest in yourself. So huh. do that. Be nice to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And, you know, take every day as it comes. Lovely. Thank you guys for joining us. If you're a member or you would like to be a part of the membership spotlight podcast, you can find me here. You know where to find me. Love to interview all the lovely members. And thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. This has been the American Med Spa Association podcast, Medical Spa Insider. In another special member spotlight edition, membership development coordinator, Michaela Bailey, sat down with Sarah Balladeras, PAC, aesthetic injector, and founder of Smooth Aesthetics.